Hey there, I'm Trevor Houston, the creator of the Who You Know Summit, and I'd like to welcome you to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. On our program, we'd like to show you the job search like you've never seen. Everything from getting noticed by employers, how to properly format your resume, and how to network effectively using LinkedIn to drive recruiters to your profile. We even take suggestions from our amazing community. So if you want to learn all things job search, go ahead and subscribe now. Focus. It's all about the job search. So if you want to learn how to land that next success, you heard them. All you got to do is subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss out on a thing. Welcome back to the Who You Know Job Networking Show where what you know is important, but... Who you know? Who you know Who makes you all know. the difference in y'all's job search. It y'all. certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're back, and we got Barbara Majeski in the house, and she's just been laying the mic drops all over the place. We're talking about how to overcome, how to transform, how to build confidence, your mindset, all these good all stuff. That, all, mm-hmm. that, all, all that, all that, all that. So, all right, Barbara, you're back, and we're super excited you're here with us. So, um, now I want to talk about. What does it mean to live a life with purpose, style, and adventure? Mm, I love that question. So purpose, the <laughs> Look reason at that why Look at that's smile. there is that we all have great purpose. Purpose is nothing, you know, we're, you know, gifted. Often it's times wrapped around some of the, the adversity we've been through, our trials, tribulations, but we only emancipate ourselves from suffering when we help and serve others. So I like to help people find their purpose. And purpose is sometimes in the smallest things we do on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't have to be so grand, but I love just talking about purpose and showcasing other people's, uh, you know, their servitude. Um, style is all about living comfortably in your own skin. Mm. And I always say I'm raising three kids, uh, right? It's not about keeping up with the latest trends or being style. It is all about being comfortable in your own skin. And adventure is living outside your comfort zone and taking those risks and putting yourself out there. Um, and that's what it, it's all about. I love sharing that. Listen, I was on the Today Show last week or two weeks ago, and I was featuring like an outdoor fire pit, right? And I knew this question was coming, but I knew I didn't have the answer. And Hoda asked because it was a smokeless fire pit. And I, I thought it was like one of the best things to feature for staying outdoors. And Hoda asked, she goes, uh, how does that work? And I was like, it's, I meant to go, I went to go say sorcery, but I'm from New Jersey. So it comes out sorcery. I can't, even <laughs> sound like, like, so, and, I'm, I, and I can't course correct because I can't even figure out what I'm saying wrong. So I'm like, it's sorcery. Sorcery. I'm like, I'm like sorcery. And I'm, you know, I look at it, and, but at the end of the day, wow. I'm like, in the moment, I'm a little humiliated because I cannot find sorcery. And I, people are like, what is sorcery? Is, it so- some pizza? is there a pizza? There? But the truth is, like, I am living outside my comfort zone and I am living. And sometimes mm-hmm. uh-huh. part of living is not hitting the three point shot at the end of the game. It's sometimes just falling flat on your face, saying words like sorcery or sorcery, whatever. And, but, and people may laugh, but you know what? I'm out there living. And if somebody's going to call me like, Oh, look at her. She's such a fool. That's a reflection on the person saying that about me. Oh. Because at the end of the day, I'm the one in the arena. That's a yeah. double mic. Yeah, don't be talking about me while I'm yeah. playing in the game as you're sitting on the sidelines. Right. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, a bunch of haters. So you people are afraid of getting in the arena because it's called FOPO, fear of other people's opinions. And that is something that I before I went through my treatments and before I went through divorce, divorce also transformed me in a, in a better way too, because all of a sudden I had such compassion for what other people. So when you said you went through divorce, Hey, that's like, that's a, that's, there's a whole lot of feels in there. Oh, and I'm just yeah. a kinder person because of it. I no longer stand on sanctimonious judgment of like, Oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe they're divorced or how, the, what, what happened to them? I'm more, I'm such a kinder I'm such a kinder version of myself and I, I had to get, you know, beaten up a little bit to get there. So yeah, um, you got to get in the arena and it's, you're going to get wrapped up and people are going to, you're going to give people something to talk about, but you know, at least you're giving people something to talk about. (laughs) Well, talk about putting yourself out there. I mean, you put yourself out there because you know, you're on TV. Yeah. When did that start? When, when when did you get on TV and how did that all happen? (laughs) Another great question. So when I got to the other side of cancer, I was like, all right, all right, Babs, what's your going big look like? Like, what is this big thing? You talk a big game. What does that mean? And I was like, you know what big means? Big means going on TV. It was always a dream of mine to be on television. I would talk myself out of it. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't everything enough. And I finally like learned how to swipe left on negative self-talk. And I was like, who am I to decide whether I'm good or not? Or good or good good or good or not. Got it? Good or not. See, there we go. Another another source. New Jersey. Good or not. Good or not. That's almost like okay. But what who was I to decide? I never put myself in the game and I'd already benched myself. And that's just not the way that I decided I was gonna live from that point forward. I was going to fail trying and fail to try. So I decided I was like, all right. All right, when you reverse engineer your goals, like I wanted to be on TV. When I started, I was like, well, how do you get on TV? I was like, well, I guess you have to learn to be on TV, so I should go to school. And it really, that whole like um, process of elimination, that reverse engineering got me to hire a media trainer. Why don't you hire a media trainer? Why don't you go to classes for being on television? Mm. And that's what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. I hired a media trainer. <laughs> hey, job seekers, so, go hire a career coach. Ah, I'm just saying, absolutely. Yeah, educate yourself. <laughs> I got to say something before I say hiring a media trainer, because that used to be, everyone's like, how'd you get on TV? And then I'd be like, I hired a media trainer. But here's before you can hire a coach or you can hire a media trainer, you can go back to school. You have to have the right mental game. Like you mm-hmm. have to take stock of your own narratives in your own storyline. And what are some of the narratives that are inhibiting you from being successful? What are you telling yourself and who are you surrounding yourself with? Because Mm. your whole premise of your show is all about the power of proximity, who you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is so powerful. Jim Rohn says you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So you have to take stock of who is influencing your thoughts and the narratives in your head. And then what is that narrative? What obstacles, what, you know, what fear-based obstacles do you need to re reset so that you can get out of your own way and live your best life? Because a lot of people buy Peloton bikes, personal trainers, weight loss books, mm. all these things, but doesn't mean they're going to achieve the goals because without the right mindset, no matter how much money you spend on coaches and equipment and books, that's true. without that, without that baseline, 
it's it's just throwing money out the window. So start with a strong um, baseline, which is actually something that I teach through some of my accountability challenges. Um, get this right game, the right mentality, that great, that foundation, then go buy the Peloton. And then, you know, then you go <laughs> well, well, on that note, you talked about your accountability challenge. You have a 14 day accountability 14 challenge. Day I want to hear about that. Tell me about your challenge. So I, I love it because I was, when I learned that it was me in my own way, that I was the one stopping me, I started to uh, develop strategies for getting out of my own way. And that's what these 14 days are all about. It's 14 straight days of talking about mental strategies to get out of your own way and live your best life, optimize your life. But the key is that I start with three non-negotiables, okay? Three non-negotiables that you will do every single day. It's just water, walking, and writing, which seems very basic. Mm. But when you start to show mm. show yourself, and they're non-negotiables, which means you brush your teeth, then you're walking every single day. And we think it's so easy. Oh, I need to drink water. But I make when I make it a non-negotiable, <laughs> it's a non-negotiable. And <laughs> I got to water. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit of Tina Fey, a little bit of David Goggins. And um it's me what, through those 14 days what i do is we're reestablishing a baseline to build your confidence that you can add in more non-negotiables that you don't you don't layer in any more non-negotiables you're not doing 75 hard you're not you know hiring a trainer to whatever you're not going on weight watchers in the first 14 days we just have a we're resetting a baseline because the problem in our society right now is people's baseline is one of two things. They're either sticking their face in Ben and Jerry's or they're they're at David Goggins level. They're, nobody's baseline mm. is, is a real base. These baselines are terrible. Mm. You, you're not David Goggins all the time. And anybody doesn't know David Goggins, then think like just just a, a marine like going 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 and but you also can't your baseline can't be doritos and um you know netflix 24 and and scrolling tiktok you gotta you have to have a strong baseline right and that's what this is it's about establishing a baseline to build your confidence that when you need to reset you reset to this baseline every time like as like Water, walking, writing, because it's all, and you learn about the non-negotiables and why I chose them and why they're so imperative to living a successful life personally, professionally, in relationships. Um, and that's what it's all about. So I'm a tough cookie. If you if you got the chops, you can join the 14-day challenge. But oh, you got to be ready for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Six challenges yeah. straight up. Yeah. How, do they, how do they get connected to that? Is it on your site or where do they go to that? Um, yeah, you, they can go to Instagram, DM me reset. I'll send them the information. Oh, um, and it, it come, you can get a journal and a water bottle with it. Um, I just, I really love it, Trevor. I'm really passionate about it because I've seen so many transformations because these small micro habits lead to macro results. Because when mm. you start building confidence that I have the discipline to do this every single day, if you have the discipline to do this, what else, what other disciplines can you start adding, layering on? And then you have the confidence. You know what? I can add a little bit more. And I can start, you know, amplifying the walking to something maybe more intense or something. Um, and it just builds, it just starts layering. And it's a very powerful shift for people that just want to get on the trajectory to living a better life.
I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Do you, do you think I, in our audience, again, is a lot of job seekers who I think in some cases are in their own way. But, you know, do you think it's an issue with you're you're telling yourself you can't all the time right or or that you're not right people are always telling themselves either i can't or i'm not going to and so i mean like my my boys i've got three boys right so mm-hmm. um i've told them and and they're little right so there's a lot of things yes that they can't do but i i when they are talking to me and asking me for help they they can't say can't <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to teach them is that you do not tell me you can't ask me how. how. About, and I, I, first of all, I love that. And I wanted to just circle back while I remember it. Congratulations to both your, to you, your mothers are both cancer survivors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, give them a little fist pump for yeah. me. Okay? Well, and congratulations uh, to you because you're five years out, right? Yeah, I'm You're five free. years out, year. so yeah. five. Mm-hmm. I know five years is a magical number. So congrats. Woo! That is a ma- that is a ma- it's a big deal. Like that that's a big deal. So thank you, I appreciate it. I'm feeling pretty bad. We'll give you a mic drop crazy. for that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mic drop for that. <laughs> Barbara, in listening to you, I'm the older guy. So uh, in listening to you, I'm hearing and seeing people gripe about the world and about the things that they don't like. My question becomes, why do we feel we have to play the game if we don't agree with it? Why can't we realize that we were made for a certain purpose down here and we just do that and it works i appreciate well, I, I appreciate you saying things the way you do no thank you i, I appreciate you guys having me i loved what we're talking about i love what we're talking about right now because we're in the space of really listening what you're you know you're telling your kids we're telling people that we're mentoring listen to your narrative like you hear your kids say i can't do that or how about this and kids are like i don't like doing that And I would always be like, my kids would be like, I don't like skiing. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you don't like skiing? You don't even know how to ski. Like, you've never skied. You don't get to judge. You don't get to judge. You don't get to judge until you've actually done things. Kind of like after I got out of my treatments. And I was like, you know what? Who am I to tell myself I can't do television? I never even tried. Who am I to say I won't like something? And when, when we share this, we, it helps other people shine a mirror, like hold the mirror up of like, you know what? I am saying that stuff. I can't do that. Like, and they, and then they hear it and they're like, oh my God, why don't you change that and say, I don't know until I, till I try it. It's so good in raising your kids with that understanding. Like, no, you don't get to judge anything. And uh, listen, I had to learn all these lessons the hard way. Well, I judged harshly and I, um, I learned a lot. <laughs> well, it's like my son. My son does the same thing. He says right now he's like F- football, right? He's like I, I I don't I don't like football. I'm not going to play football or whatever, right? And I'm like, well, actually, next year you're going to play football, right? <laughs> and you're like you're going to, and and you're going to do a year of it. And if you don't like it after that first year, then we'll talk. But you, you're going to play football, like you know, you're going to try it. And because if you leave it to them, they won't. They won't try it because they'll get in their own way and they'll prevent themselves. It's like kids with food. You did that. The same thing with Mm -hmm. food. They're like, ooh, it's green. I don't want to try that. It's green, you know? It's like, no, it's vegetables. But anyway. Um, Okay, we were talking about something earlier that I thought was interesting. And I hadn't really thought about it before until, until the conversation came up. And it was about, you know, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And FOPO. 
Uh, how, what is that one? Fear of other people's opinions, or how does it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fear of other people's opinions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not. It's not my. I, I, I read that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so I you got that. you got you got FOMO and FOPO. So think about that. They're almost like opposites, right? If you think about it, because you have fear of missing out. Like you want all these amazing things in life. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I want to, I want to be on TV, and I want to do all the, I want to go on stage, and I want to, I want to uh, uh, be amazing, and I want to, uh, you know, live my dreams. But fear of other people's opinions. Ah is keeping you from getting to those dreams, right? I, I hadn't really thought about that until just now when you brought up FOPO. I was like, wait a minute. People are dealing with both of those, and one is preventing them from getting their dreams and actually getting what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barbara, what, what's next in your life, right? What's the next? Yeah, what's next for Barbara? Next level. <laughs> so, well, Friday, I'll be on the Today Show on the Plaza doing a Halloween segment. And I hope to not drop any more words of sorcery. <laughs> but if I do, I will make sure that I get ahead of it and make fun of myself first. Um, so it's not that. And, you know, I'm, I am writing a book and it's all about living your best life. Uh, it might be single and over 40 living your best life or just living your life. <laughs> Your best life after 40. I don't know. Something like that. You're trying to niche um, down. You're niching it down. The niche. The... I, was, I am. I'm niching it down. But I have to say, like, so many um, men join my accountability challenges. And I really do connect with married uh, people that are married, people that are single, people that are older, people that are younger. Like, everyone's always like, Barb, you've got to niche down. And I'm always like, I don't know, just people that I um, attract to my clubhouse rooms, to, you know, my groups or whatever. They're so diverse. I just don't want to limit it. But, you know, all the all the publishing houses are like, you got to niche down. I'm like, I don't know, just live your best life and don't wait till you're confronted with your own mortality before you start doing it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, so I'm going to write this really fun book. <laughs> the book is going to be so fun because it's, I'm going to definitely talk about my palate expander because I can't believe I forgot about that. Um, but it does have so many great stories like that, but that are all um, relatable. Yeah. But there's nothing I talked about that I even my story, my brother, I really do hope that when people take stock of their own story in relation to mine, they recognize that they have great purpose through some of the challenges that have been thrown at them and that they have access to a well of understanding and compassion and knowingness through that experience. You know, and it is through that, that if you can take that to build you, to bring you to higher ground and servitude, there's a lot of give in that. And, oh my God, can I close this by talking about giving? Because I have a good story on that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're all about giving around oh, here. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. Because I think this will land. So I, so I talked quickly about that humanitarian award that I was given. So in 2009, I went on a medical humanitarian mission with Operation Smile. And they fix cleft lips and cleft palates for mm-hmm. children across the globe and adults. And here in the United States, you'll get that fixed no matter where you fall in the socioeconomic spectrum. 
So I went on this mission and I came back because I was very moved by it. And I was like, you know what? I want to raise some money. And at the time I was a stay-at-home mom, but I still had grown that sales organization. So I had access to all these people that really, that I really liked and liked me. And I had just a great network. And I was like, how about if I tap into that network and do a fundraiser because Colgate had sponsored the mission I was on. And I was like, well, why can't I Colgate, you know, I'm Colgate. I can be Colgate. I don't know. Uh, it's a mindset. I have a big mindset. And so I went and I launched this fundraiser and it was, it, it was, it took a while. It actually took me 18 months, but I eventually raised enough money to sponsor a mission. A bunch of my friends went on the mission. The next thing you know, it's snowballing. I raised close to a million dollars. Dang. And it was, and it was all like the thought, again, going back to Steven, so it was all i thought well what if this was steven what if this steven was in uh you know a part of the world and couldn't afford the um surgery who would speak for him so i did it in that kind of understanding like, what if it was steven what if he didn't have a sister and i just did it because it was the right thing to do i didn't do it for anything else so i get this humanitarian award hear this out it's at Cipriani's in New York. I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. I didn't really know this was even part of it. I'm on stage with celebrities, red carpet, the whole nine yards. Um, my kids are there. My daughter sees me up on stage. My boys see me up on stage. I'm on the news for this humanitarian award. That year, I got diagnosed with cancer. But here's mm. the give. The, I want, this is where I want to land. The more you give and you give with all your heart and good and good intentionality, live with good intentionality and live with service and give, give, give. So I did that. What ended up happening when I went to go hire a media trainer, I ended up serendipitously calling one of the, I didn't know this, but one of the top media trainers in New York City. She gets on the phone because her assistant likes my voice and she Googles me. And in that search, she so the, the media trainer grabs the phone. Her name's Amy Rosenblum, okay? She grabs the phone. She goes, is this you? What happened when she Googled me, she pulled up that Operation Smile event where I'm on stage speaking. She goes, you're a public speaker? She goes, I need to meet with you on Wednesday. We need to fill a position as a, for a lifestyle expert on television. If you're any good, I'm going to train you. Mm. Hangs up the phone. The Dang. Rest is mm. Because of that Operation Smile endeavor that I undertook, ultimately, I went to the front of the line to Amy Rosenblum, who put me right at my first booking was the Today Show. Oh. Do not pass go. Do not go to Van Buren, Arkansas. You go straight to the today show. <laughs> but right? But because I did that Operation Smile with just like the intentionality of living in service, not only did it move me to the front of the line and straight to the Today Show serendipitously enough, a year and a half after that, um, well, during my chemo, there's three things that came out of that is so powerful. I got that award alongside Johnson and Johnson. When I got diagnosed, oh. the CEO of Johnson and Johnson, Alex Gorski, Google him. Alex Gorski called me and was like, whatever you need, we will take care of you. Okay, so I got okay. Johnson and Johnson. I had to survive cancer. <laughs> I had Johnson and Johnson saving my life. Now, yeah. You know. Yeah. And the, the third thing about that give with all my heart and my and I had to persevere through that because I almost gave up again. Stephen guiding my light and keeping me my feet to the fire. And this will be all in the book. 
um, I enrolled my daughter in like, I did, I thought she would do like modeling. I, I, you know, like you just talked about the skiing and the, I can't, I decided to not judge anything. And I was like, all right, why don't we try modeling? Long story short, she gets a booking. Her first booking is with Oscar de la Renta. A, um, she walks the runway. Where else? Cipriani's New York, where I got that award. So because she saw her mother strut out on the stage, she walked that stage like a total four-year-old supermodel. And she was like, <laughs> I saw you here. Like she said, I've been here before I saw you get on stage. And she like, bah, bah, bah. like <laughs> but you have to know that all of this, the more you give in your life, the more you give with good intention, the universe will conspire in your favor exponentially in ways that you can never know or quantify. And that is how I know that the more I give and live with intention of service, I will always be rewarded. Yep. You guys heard it here. That's the recipe. Three. It is not saucery. It's not saucery. It's not saucery. It's, it's giving. It's giving. <laughs> Guys, Barbara, Barbara Majeski, everybody, round of applause, (laughs) love it, love it, love it. Hey guys, uh, in the audience, I'm going to give some shout outs. We got Meg Rose, Jason Hopper, we got Hope, Mike Mediterranean, shout out to all of you. Why don't you do me a big favor right now? We've had a ton of mic drop moments. Will you do me a big favor? Take a screenshot right now of Barbara Majeski, and I want you to post that thing all over social media. I want you to tag her and I want you to talk about all the great sorcery she did on this show and uh, all the all the amazing mic drop moments and blow her up, hit her up in the DMs. Oh, and then go and take her challenge. Right there. Go take her challenge, 14-day challenge. You can get to her challenge on Instagram, right? That's where they're going to find it. Uh, yep, so go, yep. look, go look her up on Instagram. And, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you so much yeah, for being no here doubt, today. Barbara. We appreciate you. Do we have time for a giveaway? Bye. No. Well, I appreciate you and thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Guys, thank you that's for what the show. you're doing for society. It's all, all about, about who you know. Trevor Houston here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained all at the same time. For information on our different events, workshops, partners, or partnership opportunities available, check out whoyouknow.show for more details. And be on the lookout for our new mobile app coming soon. You never know how this show could help someone you know. You know, and if we've made an impact or put a smile on your face today, don't forget to hit that share button on your way out. Until next week, it's all about who you know. Bye.